It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of today's episode. We've covered a lot of ground today, uh, particularly regarding law enforcement and some changes which may be on the horizon at the federal level and at the state level. We have seen, uh, in fact, in the on the city level, all the way out in New York City, <laughs> a little bit of an effort to defund the police. Now, defund the police, we've heard that phrase repeated over and over and over, uh, and it means so many different things, as <laughs> we have come to learn. And one of those is not necessarily a removal of money, not uh, necessarily a lowering of the budget of a police department, but rather a changing, a change of the responsibilities handled by law enforcement. And that right now, as you've heard in the newscast and as I shared with you earlier today, uh, is happening in New York City. It's an unfortunate thing. About 600 officers today are being reassigned as their unit. Their plain clothes crime prevention unit is disbanded. Why? I don't know. It's a pretty small group compared to the uh, overall size of the of the New York Police Department. Maybe those higher-ups thought that it would be a sufficient sacrificial offering to those who are uh, clamoring in the streets to defund the police. Who knows? Well, uh, we've got tougher resolve here in Salt Lake City and in Utah and throughout the law enforcement community of this great state. And we have seen uh, those departments, we have seen those offices, we have seen those agents come together with the community, talk it out, figure things out, and for the most part, uh, we live together pretty peacefully here. Kamal Ahmad, as you have heard on this radio program a number of times, praises, praises the relationship between uh, Utah police departments and specifically minority groups. Anyway... Uh, just keep an eye on that as we move through this week. There will be headlines made in Congress. There will be headlines made here in Utah, all of it relating to legislation aimed at law enforcement. I want to talk to you about political ads. There has been much debate in the social media sphere, specifically Twitter. You remember uh, it was a few weeks ago, uh, Twitter caused some controversy when it uh, it didn't edit necessarily, but it did add a disclaimer to two tweets which were sent out by President Donald Trump. The president was talking about mail-in balloting. He was talking about the vulnerabilities of that system and how bad actors could infiltrate and steal ballots and such like that. Well, uh, Twitter uh, took issue with that. Twitter took issue with that, and they put a little disclaimer there saying that, you know, if you, if you really want to know the full story, why don't you click here? And then that hyperlink directed you then to, uh, at least in Twitter's estimation, a more accurate, a more accurate explanation and detailing of the vulnerabilities faced by mail-in balloting. Anyway, uh, I, I bring that up really just to reiterate the point I made that day, which I will repeat today uh, with an example. 
<laughs> in just a moment, uh, of the responsibility that you and I bear when we are exposed to information presented to us uh, by either candidates or politicians, or if I'm honest, anywhere, for, for any reason. If we encounter information on social media or in the news or anywhere, you know, it ultimately does fall on our shoulders to verify that. Now, I'm not saying that we need to open up our own little news organization in our home, but information that we feel is important uh, before we uh, you know, make decisions or act on that information, we should at least all personally feel confident that it is accurate or at least that it is contextual or represents a fair, uh, a fair representation of reality. Now, I want to play, play something for you here, and I want you to tell me what you think. This is a 60-second political ad, and the voice you hear is that of Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, who you know for the past number of years has been an ardent Trump supporter. Senator Lindsey Graham, Trump supporter, Republican. This is a political ad featuring the voice and words of Lindsey Graham. Well, I want to talk to the Trump supporters for a minute. What is Donald Trump's campaign about? He's a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. And you know how you make America great again? Tell Donald Trump to go to hell. If you can't admire Joe Biden as a person, then it's probably you got a problem. <laughs> you need to do some self-evaluation. Because what's not to like? He is as good a man as God ever created. He said some of the most incredibly heartfelt things that anybody could ever say to me. He's the nicest person I think I've ever met in politics. This is a defining moment in the future of the Republican Party. We have to reject this demagoguery, and if we don't reject Donald Trump, we've lost the moral authority, in my view, to govern this great nation. What do you think about that? What do, you, what do you know about that? Sounds like Lindsey Graham has changed course, doesn't it? Well, not exactly. The words spoken by Lindsey Graham in this political ad, which is, uh, has been produced and distributed by a group of Republicans who would like to unseat Trump. It's uh, Republicans Against Trump, uh, I believe is their name. And they have put this together, and they have compiled some words spoken by Lindsey Graham on two occasions. The first, the first bit of audio you heard from Lindsey Graham included in that ad came from an interview he granted with CNN in 2015, when Lindsey Graham himself at the time was running for president. That's when he said uh, that President Trump was a race-baiting, xenophobic, religious bigot. And then you heard that ad shift to, f f shifted from criticism of Donald Trump to praise for Joe Biden. Now, where does that come from? That was Lindsey Graham, too. And listen, this isn't one of those deep fake type things. Those, there's, no one is disputing the veracity uh, of these words spoken by Lindsey Graham. Or no one is disputing whether or not he said them. He did say them. The ad, after some criticism of Donald Trump, shifts over to praise for Joe Biden. That comes from an interview also in 2015, an interview granted by uh, the Huffington Post. 
And so now, with all of that said, with all of that context now revealed, is it an appropriate tactic by this organization? Republican Voters Against Trump. That's the, the name of the organization. Is that fair? Is that, is that a fair way to go about things? Now, I'm not asking you whether or not you agree with the criticism of Trump or if you agree with the praise of Joe Biden voiced uh, by Lindsey Graham here. But what has happened is this organization has reached into the past and is presenting something today where if you don't do the digging, you may not understand the context. Now, the context may not change your view. It may not change the way you respond to this ad. But it is important to know and it is not presented in the ad. Is that fair? I think it is. I think it is fair. I think it's fair because you and I are smart people. You and I are smart people. And you and I also bear uh, a certain responsibility here. Where the press is free in the United States and where we are free to express ourselves, we can say things that aren't exactly true or that are sometimes lacking in context. Now, that's not right. All right? I'm, not, I'm not here to make a... <laughs> I'm not trying to argue that deception is good. It is absolutely not. But in a nation where it is our right to express and where the press is free, that carries with it certain responsibilities borne by you and me. And it is that we must verify. We must understand context. And that's what we've done here. Uh, it's an interesting ad. It's an interesting tactic by this group, Republican voters against Trump. Uh, we'll see how it works for them. That's it for me. It's time to step aside, make way for the great Jeff Kaplan, as he here on KSL News Radio brings to you Jeff Kaplan's afternoon news.